Hello and welcome to the SEER 365 sessions, where every week we interview and have a conversation with somebody who's involved in the Microsoft world, um, and just to try and learn from each other. Uh, sorry, just turn that off. Uh, to learn from each other and to see what we can do uh, to improve our own our own businesses. Uh, and this week, I'm very excited to be uh, joined by Prasath from One Billion Technology. Hey there, Prasath. Hi, Richard. Good to join you, uh, and uh, welcome. I think, pretty sure you're, you're the furthest person away that we've we've spoken to. So, how are things in Sri Lanka today? Oh, it's very sunny and nice. It's about nice. thirty degrees. Uh, yeah, our office is very near the beach and the coast, uh, so um, it's 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 about seven uh, thirty at night. But uh, tropical weather, quite nice. I'm very jealous. It's uh, it's not like that in the in the UK today. So um, so let's start there. Then, so can you tell us a little bit about yourself and about One Billion Technology? Sure. So uh, I've been in the industry for almost you know more than twenty five years. You know, I worked in uh, just about uh, all the major geographies in the US, um, UK, uh, you know, parts of Asia in Singapore, Australia, um, and worked for several large corporates. Uh, back in 2014, you know, after completing my MBA, I felt like going on my own, and I formed One Billion Tech uh, with some of my friends from college and from my previous workplace. Initially, we are headquartered in uh, Silicon Valley with a center in Colombo. Initially, our, our idea was to build a company that was focused on developing technology for uh, Silicon Valley companies. So we started our first app with the Bitcoins. That's before Bitcoins became really big. But after that, the company grew. And now uh, we have customers in eight countries, you know, in USA, Canada, in Europe, here in Sri Lanka, in Dubai, in Singapore, Australia, places like that. And um, we have uh, focused heavily on Microsoft business applications, develop deep competencies in finance and operations, uh, CRM, uh, BC, and in things like technologies like SharePoint, you know, .NET, C Sharp, Power BI, Power Apps. So uh, we focus heavily on Microsoft and uh, build a very large customer base. And we have customers who have stayed with us for, you know, more than six years or so. So uh, customer loyalty is something that we really cherish at One Billion Tech. Thank you very much. And uh, if anybody's watching this live, uh, feel free to post some comments uh, on uh, on either LinkedIn or, or YouTube, uh, and they'll they'll pop up. So feel free to uh, to ask questions as we go. So when uh, when we were talking uh, over the last few weeks about you coming on on the CS sessions, um, you know I, I found it really interesting the way that my perception of what offshore delivery looks like uh, compared to the modern reality. So when when you when we talk a little bit about your views on uh, what modern offshore delivery looks like, um, you know what are you seeing? Uh, what are you seeing out there? What what is uh, what does that modern modern offshore uh, delivery look like? Sure. So I, I think when you think of um, delivery, uh, you tend to think of it as being a development, right? Engineering. But I think laterally, uh, it has transformed into a full services. For example, starting from requirements gathering, you know, UI, UI UX, prototyping, you know, project management, uh, testing, QA support, you know, in addition to engineering, 
uh, it has really evolved into a full services uh, type of uh, service offering our company has all of those capabilities and um, what we find is that you know you find engineers who start off with development but really move on to take on other responsibilities as well so as a result uh, we are able to provide you you know consulting uh, business analysis project management and end to end delivery as a result uh, because of uh, this transformation so and you've obviously been doing this a long time and um you know and working with customers all around the world i i personally known about you uh, about 1 billion technology uh, in in a few different previous uh, businesses now uh, where where we work with you but you know for us we've we've built up that relationship over time but if if you were a microsoft partner today who uh, and let's face it uh, all dynamics partners have got resource challenges uh, everywhere on the planet and you may be starting to think about using offshore delivery um what what makes a good offshore partner you know how what's the sort of best practice with working with somebody like one billion technology sure so first of all i think you know when you choose a good partner you have to do your due diligence and make sure that you find a, a good partner with a solid track record so you know customer reference calls and things like that will be helpful but typically a strong partner will have access to uh, really strong people good resources uh, have a track record of hiring and retaining really talented people uh, such a partner will also have uh, good processes in place and and also tools and technologies for collaboration because you know obviously uh, you know these two entities are far apart so you got to make sure that uh, you have the proper tools and technologies and you have regular uh, collaboration mechanisms in place and if you have those things uh, obviously offshore by nature comes with uh, you know significant cost savings as well uh, with uh, with a little bit of investment into those aspects uh, offshore can be a wonderful addition to complement your teams yeah I, and i think for us uh, and and this isn't the, just just we see but previous businesses as well um we've always been the the time zones always been helpful right because you can kind of have a stand up have a call talk about what we need uh, and then by the time you you then sort of work whilst we're asleep and then you sort of wake up and you get this continual motion um so that's always been something that that uh that you guys have, have always done very well um but what are the other advantages uh, do you think then so because if it's just the cost thing um you know that that's obviously an important metric but what what else do you do you think that you've got um that you can help partners with yes so i, I think often you overlook the whole aspect of you know access to talent right you know because yeah. it resources tend to be very costly and even if you hire them retaining them is a challenge so all these offshore geographies have developed over the past 20 years and there's a massive resource pool so that i think is a is a key um, benefit that you get from offshoring then the other aspect is risk mitigation because you know what if any of your key resources happen to uh, you know um, uh, resign and look for other opportunities and move away how would you backfill those uh, you know those positions uh, you know that tend to be very costly especially in places like uk and north america so uh, that risk mitigation where offshore companies have access to this vast resource pool 
is something that's uh, definitely overlooked. And the other aspect is this whole timeline acceleration because, you know, when you finish your work, <clears throat> depending on which geography the offshore partner is, they can begin a new day and continue with your work. So essentially you are working, you know, almost around the clock. And that results in significant uh, timeline acceleration as well. So those are some of the other added benefits of uh, working with uh, offshore. So, and, and that will, I obviously agree with everything you just said, but the I, I know that, um, I mean, offshore has been around a long time. Uh, people have thought about it. It's not a not particularly new thing. But there's always been or, or frequently a, a hesitation about the drawbacks around uh, offshore. So, and and that's why some partners haven't haven't gone down this this path necessarily. But what what would you say the biggest drawbacks are? And and if you were a partner, you know, if if, if you were on the other side um, of of the table, uh, how would you look to mitigate those, those uh, drawbacks? Sure. So I think there are cultural barriers, right? You know, understanding each other and communication challenges. So you have to invest a little bit to get to know your partners. Both sides will have to really build up that rapport and relationship and trust. Uh, it takes a bit of time. Uh, and I, I my, um, my uh, you know, pretty much best practices that, that I have come across include uh, communicating regularly and frequently until, uh, you know, both sides feel that, that we understand each other, understand each other's concerns challenges, requirements, uh, opportunities, all of that. And it takes some time to build that trust and relationship. And some of the best practices is that if you could actually visit each other in some key people can go and, you know, uh, visit each other, that also helps to really understand each other's cultures and each other's concerns and uh, overcome those uh, challenges. And then having the proper infrastructure, we talk about technology tools and processes. Those things are, uh, really key to making offshore works. So um, I, I think a lot of these things are in place for strong offshore partners. So you'll have to give it a try. You'll have to do a pilot project and see how it goes and you know learn from those mistakes if there is any. And and then once we do that, you can move on to uh, you know move on to bigger longer term relationship. Even for us, a lot of our customers, you know, initially things do, hiccups happen, right? You know, so you, you'll have to talk about it openly and what those are and mitigate those risks and overcome challenges. And then once we do that, uh, certainly you are set for a pretty well uh, successful partnership uh, long-term. Nice. So um, as far as the future goes, um, so right now, if I was a partner, I can work with you for obviously the, the traditional development stuff, but but more of the functional PM uh, DevOps um, type work as well. What, what do you? What do you think the future is going to hold for for offshore? What's the? What's kind of the next service you, you think be able to to deliver? Yeah. So I think the future of offshore will look like extension to your team, from the perspective of uh, technology and consulting and things like that. That transformation is already happening. Offshore certainly has quite a bit of. Uh, business consulting, functional consulting, technical support, uh, configuration, you know, uh, customization, all of those work can be done with offshore. And when you really think about it, what what, what the pandemic has done is that, uh, you know, a lot of people, even uh, within the same geography, tend to work from home. Uh, you know, traveling has been cut down significantly. 
So if you're talking to someone, you know, if you're in London and talking to someone in Manchester versus someone in Colombo, other than the time zone difference, you know, it still feels the same because you are still on the same team, team's network and talking to each other on a Zoom call. So um, as a result, offshore teams will feel more like an extension to your team and you'll be able to do higher value-added services to your customers using offshore resources just as much as you can do it from uh, on-site. Now, of course, with a fraction of a cost. Yeah. And that'll, that'll be really interesting from a uh, program management, project management, um, you know, how to how to embed them in there. Um, and to be honest, I, I think that's probably already happening. Um, certainly, um, certainly with the larger partners, many of them have already tried offshore or nearshore uh, development. So um, just expanding it to, to a third party, I think, uh, will, will work out really well. Yes, well, indeed. Sorry, yeah. Karen. Yes, indeed. And I, I think you're quite right. That transformation has already taken place. As I said, you know, we've been working with some of our partners for more than six years. And it's a tried and tested method. And uh, uh, just about everyone uh, who uh, works with offshore companies that are focused on customers find that to be a great experience. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you very much, Prasad, for, for spending some time with us today. Um, you know, I, I know the offshore uh, model is one that that uh, a lot of partners have thought about. So, if you haven't tried it, I, I highly recommend you you reaching out to One Billion Tech. Um, so, they're putting their URL up on the screen now. So, onebillionTech.com. Um, and if you'd like to uh, to get in contact with Prasath, um, do my banners. There we go. Um, I've just put his uh, LinkedIn uh, URL on the screen as well. So thank you very much. It was great to to be able to spend a bit of time with you today. Uh, like I said, if you if you have any questions, feel free to leave them in the chat. We'll uh, we'll try and answer them as usual. Uh, and failing that, I hope everybody has a great rest of their week. Thank you very much. Thanks, Richard. Always a pleasure to speak to you. And you. Thanks.